This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Three, two, one, zero. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. Uh, only one co-host this week because we've got a bunch of other motherfuckers on the stream right now. And so uh, joining me is Trisha Peterson. Trisha Peterson? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I want to say your last name? Yeah, Trisha do, Peterson? Don't we normally? I know, but like people should be familiar with your ass by now. So me why is... should I be saying your last name? So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. At least you're not crucifying me for my enthusiasm. All right, so anyway, pretty excited. Uh, last week we talked about, and one of the episodes, what episode was that that we talked about? Who knows, because we did like three last week. Yeah, we did. I think they were the first one, though, so that would have been episode 10. Yeah? No, mm, yeah. I want to say 10. Yeah, yeah and then we did Supernatural, 10. and then we talked about The Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, so we talked about them in episode 10. No, so they 10. were 11, 12, 13. We're at no, 13. we did, no, motherfucker, we did Curbsitter, and then we did the fucking... Yeah, I know the order of operations, but I don't, I think that it was 11, 12, 13. This is episode 13. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky number 13, guys. Yeah, you guys so are... So anyways, well, no. anyways uh, Ooh, welcome to the podcast, yes. uh, the band Curbsitter. What's up, uh, guys? Hey, guys. Howdy. Hey. Uh, and we got this is the first time that we're having like a, a huge group uh, conglomerate of people. So I guess we'll see how this goes. Yeah, we're going to try not to talk over each other and, you know, but we're going to have fun. So whatever fucking happens, happens. Let's introduce each one uh, individually. You want to do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, first off, I'm going to I'm going to, you know, give the mic to Brian here. Brian, I know, is the singer. But uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going with. Hi. Hey, Brian. Hey, hey Brian. Brian. Say some shit. <laughs> All right. I can think of a thing or two. Um, you're Brian, so and you're I'm in Brian. Curbsitter. I, I sing in Curbsitter. I um, I do the. I play the microphone. And, um, and, and are you uh, an original member? Yeah, basically, they like uh, tried out like a few singers before it ended up to me, and been. Um, Jim, the other guitarist, uh, hit me. It was a friend of mine. I didn't know these guys um, at the time, but he hit me up and knew I had sang in some punk bands and stuff and mm. uh, asked if I wanted to try out, and I did, and it worked out, and that's how I met these guys. I'm going to say a solid choice because I fucking love your vocals. Yeah. Why, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, I like, I like yelling. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, dude, I feel it, man. Um, all right, so then we're going to go, uh, we got Kevin. Kevin, what do you do? Oh. Are you there? Hi, Kevin? I'm Kevin. You are? Yes. All right. And? Yeah. Uh, I play guitar. Yeah. Curb sitter. How would you, how would you define your guys' uh, style, Kevin? Uh, we got to put you into a box. What are we, we going to call uh, curb sitter's genre? Uh, like sloppy hardcore. Yeah. I would see. That's, we all that's kinda, nice. I guess I feel like we... Uh, we all kind of have a slightly different approach. Yeah. To yeah. Each other. Um, uh, uh, but I mean, it's all just punk, you know. It's hardcore punk. Are you like a? Are you in a? See, I like that. I like that. Like not saying like I. I hate that. Like punk is being know, like, broken down into like all of this, all of this shit. <laughs> Talking. 
Oh, I, mean, I like you, the subgenres. It's true. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, true. I, I, I guess, but have you? So, have, are you an original member, or like, did you join later, or how did how did you? No, I'm an original member. Okay. It's me and JP uh, were in a band before together, Manger Danger. Danger. Oh yeah, I'm Jesse familiar. And I started playing together. We were just wanted to do like a skate punk band. That's what Curb Sitter initially started out as trying to be. It was just kind of straight ahead, like old school skate rock band. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know. You've been playing for a number of years, and you know you kind of go different directions as time goes on. So it initially yeah. started with a sound kind of like Black Flag versus like early suicidal, and it and that was and kind of a big this point. is JP, right? So JP, you're I the am ba- JP. Yeah. yeah, and you're yeah. the bass player, and we're, I just want to just want to give a shout out because there's three bass players on this podcast because I myself yes. am a bass player, Travis. Was a bass player, and Travis, why don't you play bass anymore? Uh, why don't I play bass anymore? Because I was in a band, and then uh, I started doing heroin, and then uh, I got kicked out of the, my band that I started, and then I sold my Rickenbacker, and then, you know, I went to prison, and, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah that's so, how it goes down. Uh, yeah, you know, but, here you we know, are. Yeah. Yeah, and, but, but I'm tra- still fucking alive, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. and Travis has been super fucking solid for quite a few years now, so, you know, here we are. It's like, but it's not about it's me. Like, it's like it never happened. So, anyway. I've got to say, it's pretty amazing to have three bass players exactly. all in the same vicinity. That doesn't so ha- all, happen that often. So you know? the rest of you guys aren't Not a lot of us have friends, yeah. so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the, the rest there. Right not right a lot of people man. like playing bass. So, <laughs> so we might like, just talk you, to JP for the so whole hour. So are you uh, so the question not I always have is like instrument. Are you uh, are, uh, straight up like like I play bass or are you a guitar player that converted to bass or you know because uh, yes, you know, oh, no, I'm a very uh, mediocre guitar player and bass has always kind of been my instrument. Nice, nice. dude. So <laughs> We're fans. We're fans. We're fans. Because as a bass player as a bass player, when you find out the bass player in a band actually isn't a bass player, that's so much a letdown. You know what I mean? You want to have that original. I love actually, I can, bass. I can usually tell. That's some poser shit right there. Yeah. Play bass. Yeah. Yeah. All exactly. right, so, uh, so then we got. Let's go to Jesse. Yeah, we got Jesse on drums, right? So, like, yep. when did you join Curb Sitter? And there's Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm I'm doing my best to not do my Linda Belcher impression and say we got Jesse on the drums. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a di- teen Disney TV show. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm, so I did it, and I didn't want to do it, and I did it anyways. Yeah. Um, so how long? Like, where are you an original member? In like, yeah, I started playing with Kevin, um, just because I wanted to do something like punk like hardcore punk and kind of had the same idea and jp joined and we all kind of started writing music right away and, and yeah oh yeah awesome. i gotta say it's a fantastic am- amalgamation of styles because i get like you know it's crazy because a lot of your songs are very short and i get a lot of like i can kind of hear a lot of influences so i guess maybe yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Let's talk about your guys' influences because I hear a lot of, I mean, you can tell me I'm wrong, but I hear a lot of thrash, thrash riffs in your guitar playing, uh, Kevin. I mean, you can tell me I'm wrong, but I hear a lot of early thrash. Yep, you're in 100% right. I'm a metal dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm he's... an old timey metal dude from the 90s. Yeah. No, dude. Like, I gotta actually. So am I. Yeah. Old timey. So, well, who, who, who actually started the band? Now, was it Kevin and JP? Were you guys the first members? It was initially Kevin and Jesse jamming okay. together, and then they called me up uh, shortly afterwards, and then uh-huh. uh, we we wanted to try out some stuff with a second guitar player, so yeah. we recruited our buddy Jim, who is since moved away to portland unfortunately but you know he's pursuing better things and uh and then jim um got us hooked up with brian who they had been uh good buddies for a little while good call and um so that was like you know over the course of maybe the first i'd say maybe eight months or something like that me and uh, kevin and jesse were jamming for maybe like i don't know four months or something yeah so so how long have you guys like officially been like you know curbs actually a, where did the a band? Where, yeah a band and 
How did you guys settle on fucking curb sitter? Well, the name was Jim's idea, mm-hmm. and and we all thought it was. I think cool. it was actually like yeah, like a, a potential name that Jim and another buddy of of ours who had they had been playing music together and they had come up with this name in a, in another kind of band situation and then he brought it up when we were trying to just brainstorm yeah and then it was like all right let's take that name and it was kind of fitting there's like a couple trial names before we settled on curb sitter oh let's hear Um, some of them well i think it was there's acid none (laughs) there's acid none and then there's another one i forget you know acid's oh Oh, dark deed dark deed dark deed dark deed that's I still like that one. That's pretty thrash. Curb Sitter's good too, <laughs> though. I'm happy with our name. I've made some bad compromises with band names before, so. Oh, like, can you give me, uh, can you give me one? I'll, get, I'll well, give you one if you give me one. Like a while ago, <laughs> I had this like pop punk band in California, and uh, we were called the Poon Teens. And it, was, it wasn't a good name, but it was name. the best name we could all agree on. <laughs> was pretty much the situation so we we're never fully happy with the name but we all hated each other's I- other ideas so do i gotta give mine though yeah, yeah. You yes give you do yeah, so uh this was back in the late 90s and i was in a gothic metal band i was a keyboard player and uh um it was called walls of saturday's movement oh that's so god <laughs> it's so fucking <laughs> Dude, you know, actually, it fits what does that more. mean? Dude, <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like somebody's having a bubble movement on Saturdays. Like, I I actually rarely speak that name, so now it's out in the universe. So. Uh, Can you say it again? <laughs> I don't want we to. didn't catch it all. Yeah, I already forgot. I just remember it has Saturdays in it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Come walls on, of Saturdays it bouncing? Walls of it's Saturdays walls of, movement. Walls of Saturdays movement. And the initials uh, were like a radio station. It was like WOSM. So everything about it was fucking terrible. Walls of Saturday's movement. <laughs> Walls of what Saturday's... was the meaning behind that? Dude, uh, come on. Come on, you gotta tell us. Our, um, our original drummer fucking died on a Saturday, and like you know, we continued the band. And somebody some in the band was. It was bullshit. super fucking emo. God that is some emo god <laughs> okay. bullshit. Thank you for sharing hey, that. I bet you were really serious about it, though, and that's... Uh, I wasn't. I fucking hated that. it from day one. I got overvoted. Trisha, I gotta a, say, I always... No, I just mean the concept. <laughs> I always All resent right. the band names that are, like, inside jokes, because cause I'm always on the outside, and you, like, you see the band <laughs> name, and you know they all got, like, some story together that you don't know about, and maybe someday you'll see an interview and find it out, but yeah. until then, it's just uh, I actually just uh, something I'm out of the loop on. Uh, I want to take a second to circle back to, to, to Kevin for a minute. Um, so, like, um, I want to talk about on your last EP, you have a song called Overlapping Voices. And I got to say, like, I actually... That song's I, great. That song's fucking great, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. like, like, dude, the way, like, like, Brian fucking, like, screams like a yeah. fucking baby on that like, like, <laughs> like but there's well, also like but what's happening underneath is like this crazy like maiden-esque like yeah. it's like iron maiden yeah. underneath it's yeah, like jim wrote that song yeah where's jim oh, we need to get him on the uh, <laughs> son of a bitch of course i picked the one that i love does. that you i love that you're like kevin i gotta ask you oh yeah but i mean you gotta play it though i'm like you gotta play it right do you play it yeah i did i okay I actually wrote the harmonic part for the oh, maiden-esque okay. part that you're talking about. So yeah, that's what made, that's what sells yeah. it. That's you, you can't have the maiden-esque. But, but now when we play it, I have to try to play both parts myself, and it's kind of, sounds stupid. Kind of weird. So, so you did best. talk about Kevin. Uh, you're you're trying to bring thrash to the band. What specifically? What are your influences? But like your influences that you're trying to bring to the band. So what kind of sound specifically? If you could give us a comparable. Are you trying to bring to the band with your guitar? Uh, I don't know. That's like JP kind of writes. Uh, JP and Jesse write a lot of the songs, oh. you know. So oh, basically, what I John, usually do you is know, I, I get just that. put my style to it because that's just how I play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some yeah. of them I'll you know try to kind of do some embellishments and stuff like that. But yeah. so yeah, I, I mean, I, I write some of them, and the songs that I've been writing lately are not. Thrashy, really. They're like mm-hmm. almost more like poppy songs. Yeah. 
So I, I get with, like, uh, so then with Jesse and JP, like, one of my favorite things of um, both the albums are actually, like, the drum and bass breakdowns. Yeah. I'm, dude. Yeah, you guys got to take well, that. I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are tight they as fuck. They're so tight. So tight. <laughs> so tight. Yeah, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, shit. Weird. <laughs> let's, like, let's make this super weird. Um, <laughs> you're like, um, they're, they're like a big hug. Yeah, like but I'm a huge fan of drum bass breakdowns. It's like because uh, it like harkens back to like the old yeah. heart, uh, the old hardcore stuff, like the mm-hmm. agnostic front and sick of it all, and mm-hmm. like yeah. that sort of thing. And like every time, you know, and, like the way you guys like can write like a song in less than two minutes and throw a fucking breakdown in there, it's yeah. just like, oh. And then have like some cool fucking thrashy riffs over it. It's just like, it's kind of crazy like how you can put all this like cool shit in less than two minutes. And then and then the vocal styling on top of it. Yeah. I'm gonna say like uh, I just uh, I just it really shouldn't work together, a, but it does. You have this really unique way of um, screaming, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it's like God, it sounds like you're really in fucking pain, man. So like, <laughs> I guess I got it. I got my way of yelling. Um, <laughs> I like. Uh, I feel like my first band I was singing in was in high school, and that was like a street punk band. But I started like yelling, trying to imitate like Bad Brain style when I was like in high school, mm-hmm. and then like I've had a couple bands since then, and like I feel like my last one I was like trying to ape more on like Doc Dart, like Crucifix, like uh, oh, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. screechier stuff and that's kind of just morphed into what i tend to do but i like a lot of like weirdo hardcore and like like crucifix um who we definitely get compared to sometimes and uh right I, like yeah. united D- mutation now that, you say, now that you say that i'm like oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> i hear it i hear it holy holy midwestern accent batman yeah oh, so, i'm not even from here <laughs> no no me me oh yeah no uh, i just i just i just pulled out i just pulled out the full yeah. wisconsin are you from california yeah okay yeah so yeah sacramento like area okay. what so, made you, what made you move here i moved here for grad school and got my master's at uwm and uh i've just been chilling in milwaukee since what'd you get your master's in history I actually uh, did my thesis on uh, the history of punk and metal in Morocco. Fuck yeah. So, Fuck yeah. That's, that's really specific. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't like I didn't really set out with that plan in mind, but my advisor kind of pushed me into it cuz I was going to study Moroccan his modern Moroccan history and yeah. I'd spent some time there and hung out with like in the punk scene there a oh. bit and she was like, "Hey, you know all about that shit, so that's what you got to write about." Nice. Right. I like it. So, Jesse, uh, can you talk a little bit about your influences and what you're bringing to the... Because i sorry if I was incorrect, but JP and Jesse are doing most of the writing, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Maybe, okay. What, 70%? Kevin, we, they bring in the writing He's typically, or Jim, yeah. and, but then Kevin styles it up. Yeah. JP writes five, Jesse writes... Yeah, I mean, like, I four and I write one. The... Yeah. The, the main yeah. thing is, you know, one, some, somebody will have an idea or a riff or a collection of riffs and bring it, you know, to the practice space when we all kind of get into it. And, you know, the songs then just sort of evolve into what they become. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of collaboration. There's a lot of ideas, like talking about it. And, you know, I mean, like it, and then it turns into a two minute song, you know, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it takes a little longer to figure it out so it's, it's more it's i mean i guess it starts in one path and then it's like it's really a collaborative effort because yeah really, i'd say every i mean i would say done, does like, brian do all the lyrics and do you do brian all absolutely lyrics? does all the yeah. lyrics yeah. yep okay <laughs> absolutely cool. absolutely um, jp did one. Ah. Nice. oh yeah i did one Which yeah one? it was it was kind of a joke but it's fine. it's uh spawn on the flipping bricks tape yeah. nice that's a good it's a good short one um, so we're going to have to, yeah, let's take a break real quick. Uh, we're going to take an ad break real quick. We'll take five minutes. And then when we come back, let's talk about your, uh, two releases that you guys have out and your fantastic YouTube video and your, that fucking, you know what? That YouTube video is what sold me on, <laughs> on your band. Oh, great. Uh, so Trisha, welcome, Trisha told me that she wanted to have you guys on the show. And I was like, well, send me your fucking links and shit. 
And I listened to your music, and I was digging it, and that was cool and everything. And then I saw the video, and I'm like, let's get these fucking dudes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I fucking dig this fucking video. I dig these dudes. So when we come back from the break, we'll talk about that. We'll be right back. You're listening to Radio Free Galaxy, brought to you by Faker Lager. Faker Lager is the only alcoholic beer with a non-alcoholic label. Because apparently your fucking kids can read now. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we got all of our dongles emptied during the break. And uh, we're back talking with curb sitter Trisha. We wanted to oh. talk about what? Oh, what? Oh, 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 you're on the show. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hi. 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 You want to do a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Sure, since I'm here. Oh, okay. Let's talk about your guys's a uh, couple releases. Uh, I would you call them both EPs? I guess they're tapes. Yeah, we we kind of um, like they're not kinda full length. Debated. You know, like, isn't there like I'm a like, discrepancy between time between an EP and an LP? LP is it time or is it songs? Mm. Time. I don't know. I don't know the rule, but uh, is there a rule? I definitely don't think either of the tapes fit the LP length. You could probably fit no. either of those tapes on a seven-inch easily, so so that's no, okay. not going to be an LP. Oh, oh yeah, long, no, that's that's you know? that's valid because like my record's like eighteen minutes long. It's only on one side, so I mean, it's, it's like yeah, it a... can be twelve inches and still be an EP. So you know, yeah. So I mean, technically, but... I guess then my record's an EP. <laughs> Even though the, there's 10 songs and it's 18 minutes long. See, I would, even though if there's 10 songs, I call that a fucking album. Yeah, that's well, what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I go by time more, but yeah. I so mean, generally 18, speaking. What about 18 minutes? 18 minutes is what? Mm, I don't know. I'm, think, I'm thinking more like uh, it's got to be 20 or more. Yeah. And I think that's still a little short. Mm. I, would, I would say under I want half more than an 20. hour. I would say under it's like half Rain an and Blood and EP. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rainy Blood is past 25 minutes, so that's oh. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Rainy Blood is 20. Rainy Blood's 29 minutes, I believe, and I think that that makes it a full length. Hmm. Um, All right. 29 minutes? Yeah, let's just say so. half hour is a full length. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with that. I, no, dude, okay. We just saw half hour. It's got to be at least eight songs. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Eight songs. I, I didn't think that that me. applied in the the. The punk rock world, but I guess. I, well, I think it's universal. I but mean, does any I... punk rock band put out a thirty-minute fucking album anymore? No not a wow. yeah. not not one I want to listen to. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I want to. If I'm paying for the full twelve-inch record, you know, that's gonna be like, you know, if you're getting a new record, that's gonna be at least fifteen bucks, and I wanna yeah. I wanna be getting my uh, I wanna get the full twelve inches worth of music. Hey, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't like said. having to flip it too many times. You know? <laughs> that's what she oh. said too. No. Um, hey, no. uh, all right, so let's talk about like, uh, do you want to talk about your first, uh, I guess, EP or your second EP? Like, let's talk uh, about the first one. When did you guys put it out? Your first recording, 2018. Uh, yeah. yeah. Damn. Yes. And the name yeah. of it? Flipping bricks. Fucking flipping solid. Bricks. That song's fucking heavy as fuck. Yeah, it's. Where is it available? Um, it's available on our Bandcamp. Uh, I think we still have some copies on hand, but that one's getting lower. Okay. Um, Do you guys got vinyl or CDs or tapes? What are you doing? Only cassette. cassette. All our stuff's on cassette at the moment. Uh, vinyl would be cool. Yeah. Sometime soon, maybe. But I have some. Uh, like I, I got. We did ours on vinyl. So if you want to hit me up, like I got some recommendations and whatnot not the typical you got the plug well the it's not you got the hookup it's not i did last time because we did our album during covid times and got 50 fucking free records out of it so Ooh. uh that you was need to hurry up before this vaccine yeah comes yeah out. right like so like they can, so they'll like promise you some shit and then they can't deliver because covid shit goes crazy and then you know and then you get free shit that's yeah, how it works free shit so huh. um so uh, was uh were was Jim and Kevin both on that album? Like when did Jim yeah. leave the band? Yeah, well, Jim and Kevin are on both, on both of them. them. Oh, okay. So Jim is like a fairly recent departure, or yeah, since we recorded it. So like, well, he left in like last Fall winter. Nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So that Even yeah. Before that, 
I was working in Colorado for not this past summer, but the two summers before, and then I think Jim left for uh, Portland oh, probably before I got back in 2019. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. Like October, and he was, I'm pretty sure he was gone by then. And Jim was on bass while JP was out of town. Okay. Oh, interesting. When we okay. were playing shows. Okay. So, so who recorded? Was Kevin. Kevin. No, on oh. bass. On bass. Who recorded oh, on I bass? Did. Okay, did. you did. Okay, yep. so there was just like but a for weird like interim. For live purposes, for being, uh, since I was gone, they were, the rest of the guys were still active playing shows, so Jim would, would fill in on, on bass and do all that stuff. So there, yeah, the so there was like a, a flip-flop. Okay. So yep. um, I, I do find like uh, that particular album is actually very drum, bass, heavy so mm-hmm. i can i can see that the writing started with with you two with the bass and the, with you and jesse and um actually on that album um every song like is a fucking jam um but uh personally i really like fraternal order yeah i do too yeah really yeah it's dude yeah, it's like that that's so, that's like the 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 hardcore like I want to fucking yeah, beat it's the, the thrash shit. riffs at the end. Yeah, yeah every yeah, but the way it starts, it's like that it has the drum bass breakdowns, and it's like I want to just like, like okay, so my old ass can't fucking do this shit anymore, but younger <laughs> Trisha might have been like, I'm gonna go beat somebody's fucking ass right now. <laughs> like, dude, it makes me want to fucking fight. So, um. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. What, what what's what's the uh, hardcore what, beatdown band? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get, there's that, some beat down. But that, yeah, but that, that I mean, there, it harkens back to like some of that. Like, oh, dude, I don't know what the song. Yeah. What is that song about? I yeah. just want to know. Definitely have parts like that. That song's about fraternities. It's like hardcore beat down, and Brian yeah. is like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, <laughs> but you're not like, oh, you're not a real like low, tough that, fucking badass. <laughs> that song's just like about. <laughs> <laughs> I come from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sometimes you do act like that, but it's it's more. Is know, it only on record? Charming than, than oh. uh, intimidating. Wait. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Brian? It's about. Oh I shit! Love you, Brian. Brian. <laughs> Yeah, no, go ahead. Wait, was that directed at me? I was like spaced no, 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 out no, there no, for actually, a second. For, no, well, some of it was, some of it wasn't. It doesn't yeah. really matter. But what yeah. what is that song actually about? Fraternal order on that album. Well, that song's written from I guess from living in a college town for hella long and shit and uh yeah, yeah so that uh, song's about you, fraternities so you, uh, so did you and have, talking like, shit did you have like big fraternities like where you yeah went to well I went they... to Davis and there's uh, oh, a huge right. frat culture there and you had the Greek row and shit and uh and, you know it's gross and rapey and they sucked and oh. generally uh generally didn't get along with them um All so right. and I we're and don't like them, so uh, it's a negative song about fraternities. All right, being a like right nepotistic, like bro, like rape clubs. Yeah. God. What about Spawn? Is that directly? That's wait, isn't it the one? Isn't that the song's one? about beer? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not about Spawn at all. No, no. <laughs> that word was just in the lyrics. Kevin being a dad and making his kids grab him beer from the refrigerator. Yo, Brody. All right. I, I was just wondering. I was like, I'm a, I'm a comic book fan. And I'm like, oh, are we talking about Spawn here? Or what are we doing? What are we doing? We got some nerd shit we're going to talk about? Right? I don't know. I watched the animated series, I think, no, a this long is time real ago. I read bro. like two comics. <laughs> this is real life shit, bro. So, so, uh, the, so the real, actually, the original, one of the original names that we have for the band, that Dark Deeds, I actually got that from a Batman comic from the 70s. Oh, nice, dude. Was it the title of a of an issue or? Um, no, it was like in one of the little bubbles. It's one of the okay. things he was saying, like right when it started. Your dark deeds, <laughs> Joker, like and your dark or... deeds. Nice. So let's talk about your latest release. You guys put it out earlier this year, correct? Yeah, we recorded it in in twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. but uh, didn't well, didn't release it. Uh, I think physically till twenty twenty. No, that was like. Or, or like late 2019, I believe. The no, I think the tape here. release show was in January, camp, September 20. Google says it's Ooh. October of 2019. Nice. Ooh. That's when we recorded and put it on the Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, 
Google yeah. Well, we released the tape in like January. Yeah. January of 2019. So it's like 2020. Oh. Okay. When the physical actual tape was. Release. So that's what that's what you count, I guess. You know, it's like, um, like who? What what time frame are we count? Because like, I mean, we physically release our shit in fucking August of what the fuck? Twenty? I don't even know what. I don't even know where we're right. living anymore. August of twenty nineteen, but yeah. we didn't get our fucking records till like July or August, like a year later. <laughs> so it's like, oh, wow. can I really? Yeah, because COVID. So like, can I really say that it was released? When the, I got the physical copies, or do I say it was released no. when I put it out in the world? I mean, hmm. so I'm gonna go. It's, re- it's released when you when it comes out. It's yeah. recorded when whenever you record it. So yeah. it could say like recorded yeah. in 2019, released sure. in 2020. Absolutely. But is it released when it is available on Bandcamp, yeah. or released when the yeah. tapes were I on mean, the street? Like, we live yeah. in yeah. So, so September 22nd, 2019 uh, for us. Copy for a release. You could say physical release. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm saying with you guys, I'm like, well, well technically, like, in my mind, I'm going to say that you released it in 2019. But, you know, whatever. Definitely and then physically definitely, in definitely. 2020. Yeah. So, But yours wasn't, it's not a huge stretch. It's like a couple months or whatever. So, so. let's actually mention yeah. the name, the name oh, of shit. the release. It's I'm a Soy Boy, and that is one of the songs off the record. It's really a banger, too. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> right on. Yeah, um, and uh, what was uh, I actually? Favorites. I actually like Googled this because I was like, I know I've heard that term before, and uh, <laughs> so I went on my friend Google, the Googler, yeah. and uh, uh, you had to get hip to what a soy boy is, and it's in the Urban Dictionary. And, and what is and what is the Urban Dictionary <laughs> okay, so, tell us okay. before before we ask them, just. For, you, for your education. Because I'm always wrong. Yeah. I fucking suck at yeah. this shit. Remember the episode where we didn't know what water sports were? <laughs> so, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> no, we did know. We really knew. We just needed confirmation. But, um... <laughs> I'm a Soy Boy was about, uh... It's like a, a man that's, like, not super manly, but has, like... Not... He's not feminine but maybe i was like he's kind of like what like a vegan so well is it well no i'm saying it's it's actually more of a um like a soft man soft ass dude yeah i think in the context of the song and brian i'm sure could expand Mm -hmm. on this but uh it's kind of a sort of take on uh maybe the local punk scene uh, Mm. in milwaukee and certain Mm. characters that tend to frequent that maybe is that i mean i guess that's true um i guess that applies but i wasn't thinking that (laughs) (laughs) Um, like i mean tell us what you were thinking i'm I'm just oh i mean like as a general statement soy boy is just like some internet lingo and it's just like uh you know a term popular among like all right type dudes just you know for anyone left of center that are all you know all of them are consuming lots of soy products Mm -hmm. and they think that that like oh, it's fucks with your hormones up. and you know so that's just like you know it's just They're a derogatory term but well, yeah, a snowflake yeah exactly oh, a snowflake yeah, so. Yeah. so it's like that kind of thing and I, I consume a lot of soy products too for sure but that's weird too because that's all like that's all something where they're like soy has estrogen in it but it's yeah. actually a phytoestrogen which is a plant type of estrogen which actually has no effect on uh, on animal so or humans so you're yeah. saying that's a myth that's a myth but, that it creates. But um, I mean, that's just like some alt right like, term. Like, yeah. So I mean, and the song's like, just talking shit on them pretty much and being like, "Yeah, I'm a soy boy and I'll fuck you up." Yeah. Well, that's why, I'd like, dude, I love that song where I'm it's just kind like, of a yeah. contradiction in terms and a right. tongue in cheek way of kind of. Yeah, there's just talking like, about this, shit on people on the internet in that to... are. I was like, why is this soy boy so mad? I gotta like Google this shit. <laughs> no, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like talking shit on people on the internet that are mad about people yeah. having preferred pronouns or petty yeah. shit like that and yeah. getting all worked up and invested in that. And it's like, Do we instead of letting problems. people be, you know, and, uh, Absolutely. and you know, being Nazi assholes. And it's just about, yeah. it's about me spending too much time on Twitter, too, probably. That's like with the main, like, <laughs> core of that yeah. song. Yeah. You know? I don't, I, I'm not currently like following Twitter by me. Oh, you don't worry about no. it. <laughs> no. It's like it's kind of a funny space to 
to dick around in sometimes, but you know, I don't recommend it to anyone. Yeah, and I think uh, I think a lot of your uh, we kind of briefly talked about this in in messaging and and like my band does a lot of things about like to about fucking how social media is like the cool that like the downfall of fucking society right now. I mean, there are some good things that come out of it, but I I do believe you have some. Uh, like you allude to that in I live in a world, right? Yeah. Um, and actually, there was a, a a particular line in that song that I was like, uh, oh, what the fuck was the line? Um, where you say, I live in a world where I can see things I never wanted. And I, yeah. I think, I think that, God, I was like, wow, dude, that like got to me. I was like, man, I'm like, yeah, dude. That was like, I was like on, I think I was on Twitter and I was like, looking at some random person's account they had just like a gif of a guy like shooting him in the he- self in the head and i was like oh shit that looks real and it was like you know like like that. something awful and like all those sites and it's just uh you know it's like i feel like that song it's kind of petty but just being like annoyed that i gotta like accidentally expose myself to fucked up shit and i don't think it's like that deep but it's just like but, you know, it goes, like, it goes into the whole, like, oh, well, now I find, I mean, there's good things and the bad things. Like, I didn't realize my fucking hairdresser was super fucking racist, so I no longer have a fucking hairdresser. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't know that. Like, dude, like, I didn't know. Like, she was, like, starting to say fucking white power, like, whatever shit. I'm like, whoa, hold the fuck on. Like, I've known you for forever, and you, like, that that's where we are? Like, yeah. we think this is okay? But you know, white people do that to each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> they feel so comfortable sometimes. You know, you if you yeah. live on the south side of Milwaukee, <clears throat> or, you know, in, in a working-class white neighborhood pretty much in anywhere in this country, you know, when you get the two white people alone, and you get that uncle type, you know, you get that uncle type, and he'll, mm. nu- he'll get close to you and nudge you and then drop the slurs. You know, you, you you always got that one uncle or that dad or that grandpa or something. I mean, I don't. Like well, I got a cousin. I've encountered yeah, those types. Like yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They think you're on the same level. Yeah, hey, you're, you're white, hey, you're a white guy too. You can stand me saying this super like racist the, shit, right? It's like <laughs> yeah. uh, like the Dave Chappelle stuff, like where we're gonna look over the shoulders like real hard. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe before we say yeah. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> there are definitely a lot of dudes out there like that. Of course. Oh, and, well, yeah, or yeah, behind closed door where they think it's okay to say that shit. And I was actually just talking about my my girlfriend's parent, uh, and she was like, uh, I didn't know, like I've known her since I was like four years old, and like she was like. Uh, telling me how like super fucking racist her parents are and i was like wait what and she was like well this isn't something that i like want to talk about <laughs> and i was like i was like dude i've known you for like 35 plus years and i didn't know your parents are super like super fucking racist and like saying wow it's all shit. coming to the light right yeah yeah so Fuck i mean it. i think like when i listen to your ep i'm like you you clearly have a lot a lot of that kind of stuff to say and um, the next song that I want to talk about, though, oh. in particular, is 31 Years, because like I was yes. saying before we went to the break, that's how I first dug you guys, is uh, seeing that uh, video you guys have up on YouTube. Um, it's on your Curbsitter YouTube page, or is it on one of your personal pages? I forget. Uh, it's on my personal page. I just got a channel where I mostly yeah, uploaded really, records. But it's, it's what's, the name, even... what's the name of your page? Uh, Maximum Efficiency maximum efficiency yeah. and the name of the song is 31 years and tell us a little bit about that song in particular uh what it's all about and how you guys came to record that video because i think that video is fucking it's dope. fucking fantastic yeah. dude like i can't say enough about how great that video and like i can't believe like wasn't it like like you guys like forgot about it and then decided to release it and well fuck we kind of just procrastinated really but um but then timing it, was also a thing because yeah. obviously there is all kinds of you know social uprising and all the blm stuff that was going on and it was just like man mm-hmm. like seemed like when we made right it now, it seemed you know what i mean like i get it seemed like a bad timing we didn't really <laughs> want to be like posting out i mean it's not like saying we're like a big distraction uh from no. uh, those kinds of major events but it didn't seem like an appropriate time to be posting that stuff and then after a while we were just kind of procrastinating yeah and then you kind of were like oh yeah we should do this I, I i completely get it like we um actually um 
we did a live stream and then like we did like a bunch of editing and like whatever and then the election happened and everything is so fucking weird right now that we haven't released the edited version because we're like i don't want to take away from what the fuck's happening right now yeah you know? exactly like, but I mean, there's like the somebody's other side of the coin there too that's like i mean i was really restless you know because we had done this like back in the spring and yeah. it was just like okay like this is just a fun project because initially we were just like bored and we we're all kind of you know quarantining from each mm-hmm. other and mm-hmm. trying to but just stay active and keep doing our thing and then like you right. know socially and politically around the country you know everything everything is happening and it's you very know, overwhelming it's like, and yeah it was very you know, for sure um and on one side it's like you know you want to be able to you know promote the important things that are happening um and at the same time you know i was just like man like it's so important for for creative types to keep creating and keep sharing 100 percent. even even if like even if like right at this moment it's maybe it's not appropriate to share because like you want to be able to like boost you know everything else that is happening but like to just keep doing it because at some point like you know you know, bands and artists and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we're ideally, you know, just just we're very well our frustrations and what's going on and trying to be like and find find a you know creative creative to, outlets I, for our frustrations and things like that. And everybody relates to that stuff, and that's why you do it to begin with, I think. Yeah. And a happy and a happy medium for sure. And you know, and I actually think like you know this should be considered like you know the renaissance of our time and all that kind of stuff because. You know, like, there's so much going on in the world where it's like, how could we not create great art out of this? But it's like, well, maybe we shouldn't share it immediately. <laughs> but, um, and yeah. that's one of the reasons that we're also doing, you know, this podcast and having bands like you guys on. Because it's like, you know, we're in this weird situation and it's... it's uh, The record companies won't fucking sell us what we want to fucking hear. So we're going to fucking sell what we want to hear to them. Well, there's Absolutely. there's there's that, but there's also the we can't play shows and we can't yeah. put things out there. Right. And there's also so much going on like yeah. simultaneously. So it's like, you know what? Let's let's still like let's talk about the things that are important to us. It's it's the role of punk rock in my opinion to always be an opposing force. You know, I mean, that's kind of what punk rock is at its core. I mean, you guys can disagree with me if you want, but whatever genre of punk rock you're dealing with, it's it's whether it's a party mentality, you know, you're opposing being straight edge or square or, you know, or you're like the clash, you know, and you're talking about political things or whatever. It's always been the role of punk rock to be an opposing force, you know, to to be a dissenting voice, you know, it's yeah. antagonistic coming, at the least. Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. also coming from a place that is like you're creating it yourself. It's DIY. It's like absolutely you know, it's raw. Absolutely. And and. and uplifting those voices that are coming from like rock bottom right on dude that's exactly what we're trying to fucking do here man so have you guys uh like been playing together have you done shows together have like what's your quarantine like the last like like like, march let's say like march like what's your our last show was when like march or maybe in february yeah we had a last show was shortly before shit really hit the fan and the you know the initial lockdowns but we haven't played any shows since and aren't aren't trying to um you know and as long as things are fucked like they are but you know i mean we get together and jam and write a Halloween when? show in a friend's like garage that was like outdoor, you know, like open door garage. There's mm-hmm. space in the backyard, and it was mm-hmm. just like, man, we were just like, but shit was like, surging that wanted like, to around do that the, time. Yeah, it was like right around that so. time. It was just like we we had like booked some bands, and people were all for it, and all we're just watching the numbers climb. Yeah, like, yeah. this is really. I feel like, I like irresponsible. Like, that's how we are with practice. We like try to get together and jam, but we kind of watch the rates and. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it's shit's really bad, like it's been these last like month or so, uh, yeah. we try to hold off. With so, the, do you like uh, do you base it on exclusively like the rates of the world, or do you also local. take into consideration no, no your your status? Like, cause you know, like like in my band, my drummer works from home, and we practice at his house. So there's one guy there, and then like my other guy like works third shift at some place that he works in an office by himself, mm-hmm. and then you know, you know sure. he's with his wife, and then like. Then there's myself. I live with and take care of my 80 year old mother. So like, 
you know, I have two people in my fucking office that are at at least 20 feet away from me in their fucking private offices at any given point. So it's like, we feel personally, we feel safe to fucking practice every week. So like, regardless of numbers and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, I don't even go to the fucking grocery store. Like, that's my thing. Like, sure. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I, I feel like the grocery store is a fucking cesspool. Like right. I can't bring myself that's just maybe my thing like so i mean there's like, well, i mean there's it a, sucks element of individual responsibility right you know yeah. what your right. life is like you know where you're going you know like the, the people that are in your life that could be more affected right. or not right and i think a lot of that is with us as well like you know i mean i know that brian has been you know he, he hasn't been working since a lot of the stuff has gone down yeah i don't see i hardly see anyone Sure. I like well, have a beer working. on a friend's porch sometimes, but even since like October, I've like fuel, not socialized right? with and anyone. Like, that's you know that's service industry, and I I work I I work in a kitchen in Bayview, um, and mm-hmm. so I mean like if I go out and I'm partying, or if I'm going to like a, a gathering somewhere, I mean I'm there's there's a risk there that I could be taken uh, sure. bringing back to my job, which that place I love, and I've worked there for like you know almost a decade, and there's a reason why I've worked there for a lo- so long. Um, but they're also like a business that is like doing things right. You know, there's only like... Do you want to, you know what? We uh, we love promoting local businesses. Do you want to oh. promote where you work and like Sure. Shout I, out? I work at uh, Odd Duck and I Bayview. knew it. I fucking yeah. knew it. <laughs> um, I love those, those people are like my fucking family. Um, I've, I've worked there, you know, on and off since, since they started. Um, yeah, so that's a fantastic like fucking place. 2012 or something like that. Um, yeah. But they're, they're doing a really good job with that type of stuff. So, I mean, right. like if... So I'm saying it's like that's that's my job. That's how that's how I make a living, mm-hmm. and you know they it's have tough. like a very like uh, you know we got a skeleton crew working there. We've had to furlough a bunch of people, um, but to keep the business going and so that when things start to get better, you know they want to bring people back and it'd be a fully functioning restaurant again. And like their their thing is you know with the people that work there is like they want to have this this business model where they can you know, allow their employees to be able to make a living wage and, and be able to, like, this is their job and not right. just, like, some shit a, place that's, true, like, paying you minimum wage. Because it's, like, yeah. you know, it, you know, and I don't want to get on a whole fucking tirade about this, but I'm no. going to bring up, like, you know, fucking uh, trickle-down economics by fucking Reagan destroyed fucking everything because it's, like, Damn. now, now, well, come on. So it's, like, you know, we've had 40 years of this and obviously... You know, the elite have been hoarding fucking wealth, and now they're like, wait a minute, we gotta, like, pay out? Like, the government needs money, but we haven't been taxed, and it's like... And now we now the government's fucking broke, or... I mean, they're not. We know they're not, because yeah. they can no. fucking spend money on fucking war every shit. fucking day. Yeah. yeah, you know? But but still, it's like... It's like, dude, they, ask like, they act like we're fucking, like, beggars and scavengers and, like, whatever. And it's like, holy shit, you can't even help us when there's a fucking health crisis? Like, what the fuck good are you? Like... <laughs> Now's more time for punk rock dissenting opinions than ever, man. Yeah. I've been... I've been unemployed this whole pandemic, oh, and... Uh, and I got the stimulus and the unemployment and shit, and mm-hmm. I share a super... I share a super cheap apartment with my girlfriend, and our rent is nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually doing okay with all that. I'm, like doing better than when I was working but yeah. most people people that got family they have families with kids and mm-hmm. don't share like a one bedroom river west apartment and shit yeah. um that's not uh it's insufficient for most people i'm just used to living below the poverty line as it is so <laughs> it's been kind of yeah. sweet for me yeah i and jesse who i'm sure can can comment on this i mean like he he's a nurse and he's he's working you know in the ICU and like, and he's got, he's got a, uh, I wow. think, what, five year yeah, old? Yeah, I saw, so I think I, yeah. Probably and five I... now. So, and then, and then Kevin is a mail carrier, you know, he's got two kids. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah, point I was is, I, I was wondering like about there's... Kevin. I was, I was, he was going to be my next person. I was like, so Kevin, what do you do? So he just like... actually stepped out to go grab me a beer and he'll be right back. And did, uh, did Jesse, did Jesse drop out? Of the oh, screen? Jesse. Um, Hey, uh, Jesse's lost us. He's okay. messaged in the group chat. Do you want oh, us to, uh, so we're going to actually, we're about to take a break Yeah. and we'll, right. we're going to reconnect. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about and a little bit more and then we'll be done. We got to, we got to get to the gripes that Brian's got with you. We got to start off with that. Oh yeah. Bri- we, oh yeah. You can do you that. Got, you know, yeah, you talk, Brian, you got you beef, talk some dude. shit. Yeah. Talk shit. Yeah, got I got to remember what it is. 
Let's get oh, to the we beef. already addressed it. Uh, we already addressed we, most uh, of it. See? We already addressed it. Okay. Yeah, we took care of is mostly the Jim, uh, Jim and yeah. Kevin, who is okay. playing guitar and what, and we established both of them on both right. recordings. So that's that's cleared up. So we're not gonna have to throw. Am it on I back? Um, oh, Jesse! Hey. Hey. Dude, I was totally gonna yeah. just like line up the hardcore uh, beatdown um, <laughs> breakdown so that we could we could get this shit going. Dude. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back, uh, and then we're just gonna like uh, finish up. But we're gonna... yeah, we're gonna finish up and talk about what's next. So for so, Kurt okay. today, cool. and right. give out all your plugs. So we'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to Radio Free Galaxy, brought to you by Faker Lager. Faker Lager is the only alcoholic beer with a non-alcoholic label. Because you don't have a drinking problem, you've got a my family won't shut the fuck up problem. <laughs> Trisha, I just hit the record button. <laughs> there. There, now you know. We're recording now. Thank you. That's how we come back from a break. Trisha, I just hit the motherfucking button. <laughs> That's what now we you know. Now. That's how it is, though. So we're right. back, and we are talking with Curb Sitter again. <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of the beefs, right? There's no beefs between Brian and Trisha left? Oh, yeah, it's there buried. There, I mean, there wasn't any. I mean, we buried the beef. Um, I wait, like, so... Like, what, what did I say? What exactly did I oh, well, say? Okay, the number one thing, the main thing. Uh, there's some, okay, there's I'm three things. Sure I, got, I got three I got, things. I got, I got things like confused. I got three know? things that I can think of. All right. Um, number one was when you said you guys said you weren't sure if Jim or Kevin was on which recordings, and we previously established that uh, oh, yeah. earlier yeah. in the interview that they are both on both recordings. Yeah, and how the fuck was I supposed um, to know that? You just told me that there was a guy named Jim that once was in the... Yeah, all right, all right. Nah, all right. I don't, I don't right. know what you know and don't know already. Damn. Uh, damn. Right. Spilled this beef. What else? Yeah. I, okay. I know okay. What you told me. <laughs> um. The other one. What was the other one? Oh, I think you asked if we knew if we had hardcore breakdowns, and we know. Yeah. So we're aware of that. <laughs> um, I think that was Travis that like said that. Hardcore though. with a lowercase h. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, not capital H. Hardcore. I think I was just talking about turning up the guitars a little bit because I was oh, really digging, oh yeah I was really just digging the thrash guitars and I mean I'm not like disparaging any other thing you know I, I dig the all the rest of you guys but I was just thought the guitars need to come up a little more in the track I don't know you gotta take like, that up with the guitarist in the future there well, might be well, actually, a new recording coming out that's and what uh, that that's, might be some advice that could be taken into account yeah that's actually uh, one of the other things that we wanted to get into was wait well first what's the third thing Oh, um, <laughs> you know what? It wasn't even it wasn't even that Fight. big of a discrepancy. I just wanted to clarify on the interview or on the video, the music video thing. Yeah. So like oh, originally, yeah. we were gonna do like a pandemic or a quarantine thing where we were just gonna shoot ourselves in our respective apartments. Yeah. But then like, we dilly dallied on it because that shit was depressing. Yeah. yeah and then we I'm dilly dallied. I'm a lot better now. Your guys' home footage was I'm way better. Yeah, you guys. These guys took their time, and then they started jamming again while I was still trying to lay low. So they just shot it while they were jamming again, and I, I just shot know, my part in my place. That at the and that made actually the the you just released that fairly recently, right? Like you like two weeks ago or something. Week, two weeks yeah, ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one or two. Release. Yeah, like uh, um, <laughs> nice. Um, but uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was like kind of like hundred and twenty minutes that made it better. It made it better because, like, we're we've been going through this for a long period of time, and it's kind of like, oh, here's a. a it was well timed. Right, here's a here's a reminder of nobody knows what the fuck to do. <laughs> well, yeah, I was afraid like I was afraid the pandemic was gonna end like soon, and then we'd release the video, and it'd just be like, oh, Curb Sitter just made a shitty video instead of like, <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> instead of like you know having the context of we're doing like the semi quarantine just like yeah. shooting a video on our no, phone and, camera and it turns out you made a super fucking relevant video where it's like this yeah, everybody weird, can you know, relate the, to that shit yeah the juxtaposition kind of, point, sure. of like ah uh, this guy's in quarantine and we're all fucking hanging out and like jesse's wearing masks the other guys i don't think are and it's just like it's just this weird like Nobody, you know, that's why I said I was like, nobody knows what the fuck we're supposed to do. Technically, I was. It just like fell down because oh, okay. uh, I was okay. just like jumping around and 
Yeah, yeah you were before you... I. It was a stupid bandana, and <laughs> my mask game was not very good at that point. No, yeah. no. But so we pretty much just made that for something to do. No, so I think actually your release time on that video was impeccable. So like, uh, you guys are uh, recording a new album or? Like, We're writing album? one. You're writing one. We're yeah. like six or seven songs some. in. How many? I think oh, we got that eight. many new songs. I think we got more. I think, we got, I think we got. So. Nine. Some if of them aren't new, like we just learned. There's like three songs we were playing live, but hadn't like uh, made released any recordings on. So okay. those songs have been around a little bit, but they'll be on that. Do you we guys got do their... your own thing, or do you go to a studio, or like what's your Kevin name? does it all. Oh, nice, dude. You got a whole studio set yeah. up in your place, or? Yeah, uh, no, I kind of just well now I kind of do just recently, mm -hmm. but do you have like a everything mobile? we recorded? I had just kind of laptop. Yeah. Took, took all the gear to the space and scrounged up what we could to record it with. Oh, okay. that's solid, man. I but mean, yeah, did you I do that on? Looking it up a little bit more now. Is that what Our you did on your? Be recorded. Is that what you did on your last two? Or how did? Yeah. That oh. The last two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everything we got is all that done that way so far. Nice, yeah. dude. It's 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 they're solid recordings, dude. So props to. Kevin for are you guys doing up. the tapes yourself or are you having Thanks. someone else make we them don't or? got a so soy boy tapes being put by put out by buffalo cult tapes mm -hmm. we don't really got a plan with this yet we're just uh we're just writing at the moment and trying yeah. to get something together and maybe when the pandemic clears out and we can play shows and shit we can yeah. like uh Never. figure out releasing that but mm -hmm. we got three compilations yeah features coming out Oh. So we got a song on a Cactus Club comp tape. This is all cassette again. Cool. Got nice. Cactus Club comp. Um, there's this comp mixtape called Plastic Island Volume. I forget what volume it is. It's it, mm -hmm. it's being put together by Robert Eggplant, who used to play in the band Blatz in Berkeley mm -hmm. and ran the zine Absolute Zippo okay. and Absolutely Zippo. But what's the other thing? We have a song that's going to be an escape video, um, maybe. In Minnesota, though, right? No, Michigan. No, in Michigan, yeah. Some like uh, Mar some Marquette, Michigan escape video some dude's putting together hit us up, and, and we got a song, One just one of the older songs, going to be on that. Cool. And then our buddy Austin, who's played in, uh, played in a bunch of sick bands around Milwaukee, he's been putting together this uh, local Milwaukee punk comp tape. Um and uh that's just uh he's still working on that but we have a song on that mm -hmm. nice all right so like uh how many uh songs do you plan on your like next like your release we want to make it like full length time like we were talking so no, i don't so know how many where, what is, is full that, length so like, so, so, like, like <laughs> that's where we go back to the what's a full length what's a full length right? yeah, quadruple <laughs> lp set with uh that's 23 minutes like <laughs> i want at least 20 minutes well technically <laughs> well that's awesome man okay, i don't know i feel like with, we, i'm not great with we'll record something and put it out we'll ready, figure it out right? we're just writing now and so like we got 15, all the time in the world so, to work on it so i mean like i'd be happy with 12 songs if we can get like four more yeah i don't know it's been a few weeks since we practiced so who knows if we even i'll settle with 12 but 15 sounds pretty tight yeah 15. that'd be cool Get so, yourself in that half-hour territory. So everybody can, uh, like, what? We can find you on Bandcamp? We got camp? the Bandcamp. We got... I I did the CD baby thing at the beginning of quarantine because I was bored again. We had some, like, extra money saved up for merch and shit. Mm -hmm. And so now that's, like, on all of the streaming services. Yeah, so, like, weird. The, the Spotify and the iTunes. Spotify, and Napster... Is Napster really a thing? Is yeah, it was one of the. I think it was one of the things that was listed there. I kind of really, really wish I like vetted, you know, the things we could oh. be on, but I kind of just clicked all of them and like, went forward yeah, with it. Yeah, Napster. <laughs> fuck Lars Ulrich. I'm well, it's <laughs> just like, I mean, that really being on Napster is kind of cool, actually. But yeah. like, yeah. you know, Amazon's the one that's like, ah, man, that's embarrassing. It's yeah, not really that, punk I when I search myself and see it on Amazon. We're yeah. that we're there too, and we actually had. So, like, we don't have CDs, like, so we did the vinyl pressing, and then, like, we also have, um, um, you know, the digital release, but Amazon does that weird thing where they'll, like, take your digital music, and if somebody wants a CD, they will press a CD for some, print, or, like, yeah. print a CD for somebody. On demand. What? And people have actually, wow. like, ordered CDs 
of my band through That's Amazon. like a weird form of bootlegging. <laughs> yeah, it's That's weird. like some That's fucked up like, corporate bootlegging. Yeah, it was like, it was that, when I found that whole scenario out, I was like, wait, so not only can you get it on Amazon Digital, like, they can... Oh, we just signed away our music to Jeff yeah. Bezos. I know, like... Dude. Yeah, so they can like. Does then the band get actually else. get anything from that? Yeah, do you get? It, you get more. You get more. You I, do get compensation. You yeah, something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah you get something. I ain't got shit. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it takes one. <laughs> but if you sell like a CD, like if somebody buys a physical CD, you you actually get like ten bucks. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. So. Or something. Man, I guess other bands should look into that shit. It was weird. Man, was, I should keep a closer awkward. tabs on like my bank account in case like these kinds of like invoices <laughs> pop well, up, no, and I'm just like actually, raking in band money and don't even know you it. You gotta check your, I think your CD baby <laughs> thing because I think it's like they put your stuff in a holding thing and then you gotta like move it. Yeah, I gotta remember my login. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to reset that password like six. No, times. it's it's totally the same password I use for yeah, everything. Well. It's easy. Um, right. I got like two passwords. How can uh, someone buy one of your tapes? You said there's still some available, right? Yeah, Bandcamp. You go on our uh, curbsitter.bandcamp.com or is it bandcamp.curbsitter.com? I forget. It's curbsitter.bandcamp.com. Okay, yeah, they do a weird order on the HTML or URL. Like, or if they want to get it direct from you, which uh, wave. Yeah, if you the... see us around, hit us up. But like you we keep all our merch. Facebook and the Instagram accounts too. Just uh, you know, DM or whatever. We I made an email. Too. So if you want to send us an email at curbsitter m a k e at gmail dot com. Do you remember the password for that one? Yeah, yeah. No, I have that <laughs> saved on my keychain. Nice. <laughs> There's also this guy downtown named Mike. You can find him in an alley. You can get tapes from him. Alley tape, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. It was really fun. Uh, is there anything that you guys want to mention that you didn't get to yet? Any more oh, shit. Promotion I know. Other oh. thing. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. Um, besides working on a tape uh, mm-hmm. or besides working on another album in the works and some comp tapes and some other stuff, skate video, yeah. we're also in the middle of uh, I picked up a bunch of blank one-hitters. Yeah. So we're going to, like, uh, our friend got a laser engraver, so we're going to, like, make curb sitter one-hitters. Nice, dude. Um, for, for smoking. The curb hitter. Curb hitters. <laughs> yeah. So that was like something it. we were, like, about to do. Then the pandemic kind of put that on hold because I, like, went to the head shop and was like, yeah. how much how much can I get for, like, 50 mm-hmm. one-hitters? And they charged me, like, 12 bucks. And I was like, hell oh, yeah. Nice. And dude was still trying to figure hitters. out the computer program to make that work, but uh, yeah. he has yeah. since figured it out, so it's definitely on. Well, as soon so, as you guys uh, got one of those available, I fucking want one. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I think so, I want one, too. Yeah, We got a deal on it. It'll be reasonable. All, right. oh, now, all of our merch is five bucks. <laughs> that can probably be five bucks, too. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Fine. Does all it right. have the curb sitter logo, or does it have the Diarrhea Man logo? Oh, the, I was gonna just have the normal like curb sitter logo, like on the, the like that's on the tapes, just like etched on the side of the pipe, maybe on both sides. Yeah, mm. it's, it's just, just like one of those cigarette-looking one hitters too. I don't know, generic font. Uh, yeah, well, you could just you know do what? Times us, New Roman. Keep us yeah. posted, and you can uh, always share a Winding. link to our our podcast on Facebook. Uh, we're at Radio Free Galaxy on Facebook, yeah. and if you you know like us and share us and all that kind of stuff, we'll be releasing this later tonight. And uh, you know, send it out to your friends and tell all your friends. Oh, tell wait. your friends! Yeah. Shout out to Sense Gifts for the one hitters. Yeah, there you go. See, yeah, like, there is a little promotion there. Yeah, yeah, we're we're all about like during this period of time, we're about promoting local businesses. Absolutely. If you guys got anything you want to sell, if you want to, you know, you drop that new release and you want to promote it, let us know. If you want to be on the show again, I'm sure we will definitely make time for you. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope we help to get your music out there a little more because I think you guys fucking kick ass and you fucking deserve a little more notoriety. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks. So. Uh, this next part real quick like i i know you guys are still there but like we're just gonna our next guest uh we're we're gonna do our regular uh series on saturdays and uh and then next week friday we're gonna have juan avelos from size fives and m545 and uh i just want to give a shout out and promote his uh street live stream real quick tomorrow he's gonna do a facebook live stream tomorrow um, what's the date tomorrow t- 
Mm. Well, today's the third. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tomorrow, Friday the fourth. So is tomorrow, of 2020. tomorrow the fourth at 7:30 yeah. p.m. It's Lack of Reason and M545 is kind of the debut of his other band. I think Scotty Callenbach's in that mm. um, band or whatever. Um, so you should log in to check them out, and then you can hear us talk to uh, Juan Avelos uh, next week, who's kind of like you know. Next week. Mr. Four One Four. Yeah. I was at uh, I was at an insane clown posse concert on mushrooms by myself once. <laughs> I saw a guy with a jacket that had a size fives patch on it, Shut and up. I was like, "Hey, I heard of that band once." <laughs> wow. That's awesome. And I tried to talk to that guy, I, but I was on shrooms and I had to leave the concert because I, I started having say, a bad time. The unfortunate thing is that I too have also been to an insane clown posse. Oh, that was my second. Their no, concerts I, are fun. I don't give a shit what people say, man. That I, was I, I, like, just don't like, go alone on shrooms. That uh, was the, yeah. my mistake. When I went with friends on acid, it was the best concert I've ever seen. I made the mistake with Summerfest, going to Summerfest on fucking shrooms. So there, that's you know, yeah. that's another day. Anyways, well, yeah. anyways, so we appreciate having you guys on. You guys were fantastic. So. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. And if you want to contact Radio Free Galaxy, like Trisha said, we do have a Facebook page. Instagram um, page. We got our email, rfgalaxypodcast at gmail.com. You can tell us that we're idiots or you can send show suggestions or if you're another band out there and you want to join up on the list because the list is getting fucking long. <laughs> so if you want to join up on the list and possibly get in sometime 2021 because it looks like 2020 is all fucking booked up. But if you want to get in then, let us know right away. Also, you can leave us a voice message on our Anchor.fm page, anchor.fm slash Radio Free Galaxy. Uh, there's a button near the top that just says message. I wish it said voice message. It's a little unclear on what it is, but leave us a voice message there. Let us know <clears throat> what you thought of Curbsitter and what you think of us in general and any comments that you want to give. And Trisha... Thank you for doing this uh, interview with me, and thank you to Curbsetter. You guys have been awesome, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.